we are about thirty-five percent. Uh, wow, that that is still incredibly high. Thirty-five percent of the businesses that attend your webinar are becoming some kind of like trying out your product, like a paying customer. That is, it's a very strong machine that you built, demand gen growth machine. And yeah. I mean, we never um, we never used any ads. Wow! So no paid media. No. No, nothing at all. And, and if you ask me how to uh, to do paid ads, I'm not the right person to ask. Yeah, like yeah, no, uh, the... I only did Google ads two years ago when I was doing another job. Yeah. So from our side, we are really trying to push uh, as much as we can organically. Yeah. And uh, dry and uh, you know and listen to our what our yeah yeah yeah. I love it. This is this is amazing. My guest today is Filippo Piras, the Growth Marketing Manager at Shield App. Welcome to the show, Filippo. Thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It's a, it's a pleasure to, to, be, to be invited here. Uh, by the way, I love your background. It looks like a disco deck. It's super cool. Uh, so, so to begin with, Filippo, can you tell us a little bit more about what you guys are currently doing at, at, at Shield App? Yes. So uh, to put it super simple... Uh, we are a LinkedIn analytics company, right? So uh, we provide a LinkedIn analytics uh, for personal profiles. Of course, we also have company page analytics, but our core is LinkedIn analytics for personal profiles. So we are able to understand the impact of content for personal branding of each individual on LinkedIn. Got it. That's, that's super cool. And I'll have some questions on that later on. So everyone that you talk to, every sales and marketing professionals in B2B, what they're saying is, you know, you need to create content on LinkedIn, be active on LinkedIn, your uh, you know, profile needs to be rich and everything. But there is very little data or insights around, you know, what is a good metric to measure when you're on LinkedIn? Like, why should I be spending time creating content on LinkedIn, engaging on LinkedIn? Um, given that you guys are an expert on, on that, doing analytics, what do you see as sort of like a vanity metric? versus being a real metric that can impact someone's personal brand and the business? Yeah, so it's, it's a great question because when we talk about creating content on LinkedIn, uh, what you're interested in, right, is that, okay, how do we drive uh, uh, brand awareness? How do we drive attention to what we do and also to what our company does, right? So what we look at is, of course, organic reach from our content. This is something that we look at, okay, we want to see on average what's the growth a month over month of each of us posting on LinkedIn. So organic growth is for sure what we, we look at uh, from an individual standpoint uh, to a company standpoint, since you know, we see we're able to aggregate content stats across uh, uh, multiple profiles. Then we talk about vanity metrics. What we don't really uh, pay so much attention is the uh, engagement rate. I mean, of course we look at it, but we're also not so obsessed um, you know, to hit specific goals uh, in terms of engagement rate. Of course, we say okay, if our if we reach a two percent of engagement rate with our content, we're super happy. Uh, but we're more interested in uh, um, organic reach from an individual level to a company level. Got it. When you say two percent uh, engagement rate, how is that measured? So, number of people that viewed the uh, viewed the piece of content versus liked commented or something is that correct uh, versus share versus share awesome and and you think two percent is a is a pretty good number it's super it good is, as it a whole. Super, I, I was just gonna say it is very good yeah 
So awesome. for us, you know, it's like, okay, we, we hit 2%. We're super happy. Uh, it's super good. Uh, we, that's a good metric, but also we shouldn't be too much obsessed with it. Okay. Uh, we try to focus on incremental improvement uh, around organic reach. So that is a core metric that you guys emphasize yourself and also tell your clients to look for the organic reach growth. Yeah, exactly, because that's top of the funnel, right? So it's uh, the brand awareness, uh, the brand engagement as a whole, and how many of those people can then, you know, uh, move uh, down to the funnel. Yeah, totally. I, I, I get it. Like more eyeballs, the better. Um, let me then ask you a question. And I've noticed you guys, uh, your profile and your team's profile. Um, so at an organization level, more employees you have and more employees creating and posting content that sort of directly correlates with an organic reach, right? How are you encouraging employees to post so frequently? Because, you know, a marketer or salesperson, I can see posting because they're more customer facing, but as an engineer or someone in the back end or accounting, like how do you encourage people to post more content? That's a great question. So uh, that uh, starts all from the culture, right? So we try to encourage uh, people uh, from the moment they join Shield, right? Okay, like this is kind of our culture to, to post content on LinkedIn, to share our areas of expertise, to share what we know, share our best practices uh, for our audience, right? So we try to, to emphasize the benefits of developing an interactive audience on LinkedIn, right? So, and mm -hmm. we try to lead by example. So it all, it all comes from the culture uh, and there's also competition, right? Uh, a fair competition is always super important. So it's just about, okay, how can we um, uh, push ourselves to do always better? How can yeah. we uh, empower everyone to um, focus on progress? Makes right? sense. Like there is no uh, short-term win. It's always about the long-term. So how do you um, drive progress, improvement, weekly over weekly which is also you know um the growth mind mindset as a whole right yeah yeah and and do you guys maintain a leaderboard of sort of the organic reach someone is getting yes so uh, uh it, it's actually a super good question because from this week we introduced a channel on slack huh. uh, is a linkedin stats leaderboard where we share you know uh the week the weekly uh leaderboard uh, like what are the top posts uh, of the week? What are the top posts of the month? What are the top posts of the quarter? Uh, and you know, it's a way to uh, to encourage fair competition yeah. and uh, to uh, encourage people, right, to uh, to post and do better when it's about content creation. Of course, there is no shaming, right? Yeah, but yeah. It's about how do you um, uh, push people to do their best yeah. for themselves and for the company. That, that makes sense. That's super cool. So let's dive a little bit more around your growth tactics. You are the growth marketing manager. And, and one thing that you had mentioned earlier was you guys are leveraging LinkedIn to, to drive leads from, from an outbound prospecting perspective. And, and I think the term you use was you're using social listening tactics. I'd love to learn more about that. Can you, can you talk more about that? Felipe? Of course, of course. Yeah. So my whole process is about, you know, how do I reach out to leads that are not really cold, right? Because okay. that's really the challenge, right? To get replies from cold leads. So what do we do? Um, we listen. So we listen to conversation, to the trends around the brand, 
around the industry, which in this case is uh, personal branding industry, software, mm-hmm. and so on. So what do we do? Um, a lot of uh, people who sign up for Shield take a screenshot of the platform and then they post organically from the personal profile tagging mm-hmm. Shield. Hmm. So then um, they uh, show the platforms to other users who are not customer, right? Sure. I mean, they might be customer, but most of them are not. So okay. of course, then um, these people who, sh- who see the platform are kind of activated, right? So they are exposed to the platform, to what Shield is. Uh, so that's the first layer of the funnel. So from a business development standpoint, what, what do we do is that, of course, we... Um, do social listening. So we read, we look at the people who are actually showing interest uh, in what they see. Maybe they're mm-hmm. curious about the platform. Maybe they uh, want to understand how other uh, LinkedIn user got some uh, uh, stats yeah. about their content. So then what, what do we do? We reach out to them and then either we, di- we redirect them to our uh, weekly uh, product tour. Okay. Either we uh, nurture them longer uh, okay. so we add them to a list on sales navigator okay and the way we uh we handle this is that we have a channel on slack called love channel okay where uh, our head of marketing pragya is uh, sharing all these posts where people where uh linkedin users tag shield sure so this way, you know, we, we are able to keep track of the mentions. We are able to keep track of when other uh, LinkedIn users talk about us. Okay. And then how do we maximize this? How can we um, maximize our business development process? Yeah, yeah. So we reach out to warmer leads rather okay. than completely cold ones. Sure, sure. So a so few questions there, Filippo. So let's yeah. say someone posts or tags Shield on LinkedIn. And do you look at all the people that have, liked or commented with that that post and then those are the people you nurture those are the people you add in sales navigator is that correct uh I, of course i look at all the people who like the content yeah i what i do is that i try to uh, check the activity of the people right okay. so if the people um post consistently on linkedin yeah for me that's uh, that's a good uh, criteria to say okay maybe that's a, a potential uh, qualified lead for the b2c plan Makes sense. Right? And then what I do is that I check out a lot the comments. Okay. Because the comments, of course, provide more qualitative data, right? 100%. They provide qualitative data like, okay, uh, this is cool. Like, wh- where did you get this data? So for me, yeah. that's, uh, that's a warm lead, right? Because I yep. say, okay, I might, I might want to reach out to this person Yeah. Uh, and say, look, I, I see that you're posting content. Um, you are actually not tracking the impact of uh, yeah. your organic activities. Yeah. Would you like to check our product tour uh, sure. on Wednesday on um, on Thursday? And you know, yeah. this is just a light, light back, light back way to show the platform to other people, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that is great. One another question you said when you're nurturing, are you nurturing them through LinkedIn, some kind of LinkedIn follow-ups, or do you take them, get their contact details, get their corporate email, and reach out to them? through email marketing? It's, it's a great question. So it, it really depends. I try to master all the platforms, right? Yeah. Um, so I, I myself like to, to test different uh, platforms. So I like also to test SMS. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, I, don't, I don't really do cold calling as I used to do before sure. Corona. Yeah. I like to follow up over the phone myself. So I don't do exclusively LinkedIn, but of course, 
our audience hangs out a lot um, on LinkedIn. So that's my uh, go-to platform. Okay. Uh, but I also don't want to exclude other good platforms, right? Sure. So yeah. Uh, SMS, uh, follow-up calls, emails as well. Yeah. Um, so you're doing an omni-channel sort right. of reach out. Okay. Right. So, so then let me get this. So you see people that are engaging with Shields content and you look at other people that are then engaging with that content and you pick and choose the right kind of people based on their activity. And then you nurtured them on LinkedIn, email, phone, different channels, right? It's correct. It's correct. And I try to keep note of all these different touch points I have. Yeah. Either on our CRM, which is drive, yeah. either on okay. Sales Navigator. So okay. I try always to, to, to keep track of all the touch points, right? Because um, so buyers are becoming more and more informed. Sure. about uh, products, about softwares and so on. So as buyers are becoming more informed, you need more touch points to qualify the leads totally. and to, to drive them to uh, an opportun- a business opportunity, right? Absolutely. No, this, is, this yes. is awesome. So now let's talk a little bit about specific data points. So when you are, so you got a list of people that you want to nurture. Um, what kind of call to action are you nurturing them? Are you sending them to try out a free trial, book a demo, attend a webinar? What is it that you're driving them normally towards? It's a great question. And my answer, it really depends. Mm. I try to sense how warm is the lead. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, this is, again, we talk a really a lot about data. By the end of the day, it's a people-to-people interact. It's a person-to-person interaction, right? Yes. So it's still about sensing how warm is the lead. Mm-hmm. And I myself, when I want to uh, show the product to a person yeah. Yeah. in a laid back way, I try to uh, drive them to the webinar, right? Okay. Because then still after they, they, they attended the webinar, I can still nurture them, right? This is a recorded webinar, uh, Filippo? Like, it's like this, is it a new, with a guest or is it just a webinar showcasing your product? It's a product tour. It's a product tour. And it it's happens every tour. week? Every week? It's, it a, it's a weekly product tour. Okay. Uh, that's that's very interesting. Uh, we've been thinking about doing something like that at least if we just haven't gotten. So let me ask you a question there. When you're driving these people, Filippo, uh, how many people on an average are you reaching out to on a daily basis? So um, I try to focus on personalization, mm-hmm. not, you know, uh, not use automation. Yes. So on average, I reach out to 45 people from 40 to 50 uh, people uh, per day. Per day, got it. So roughly about you know two hundred to two fifty people a week. That's who you're reaching out to. Yes. And is it done by one SDR, like one person, or like how many people are involved in in doing this reach out? Is it one person who's doing this? So I would say one and a half uh, because and a half. It's, uh, it's me and I have uh, my colleague Patrick. Okay. Right now he's in this hybrid role between marketing and outbound, which yeah. is also my role at the end of the day, sure. right? So yeah. um, okay, so it's a person and a half. Cool. No, that's that's perfect. So you have one and a half people, and I'm guessing you are also doing other things. So let's say you're reaching out to 200, 250 people a week. How many? What percentage of those people, Filippo, then end up attending a webinar like the recorded webinar? Yes. So on average, we have uh, 40 people attending the webinar. Uh, oh wow! Weekly. So that's that's about if it's 200 people, you're like getting 20% conversion from these reach outs. So that's yeah. that's incredible compared to any kind of outbound metrics I've ever seen. 
Yeah, but it's also, uh, you know, it, it, it's really about talking to warm leads. Mm. And of course, and of course, you know, like, uh, it's not me who is like a wizard, right? It's just about having a good product, a really yeah. niche product, and having a lot of user-generated content. Because yeah. at, at the end of the day, when you have a user talking about you, when you have a positive word of mouth, yeah, an electronic positive word of mouth, yeah, that drives uh, brand awareness. That drives hundred uh, percent. Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. Like I, I myself just try to to optimize as much as I can. Yeah. Um. Yep. But a, a lot, a lot of the the times, uh, users are just warming up other leads. Yeah. No, no. This is this is incredible. Now let me go to the final part of the funnel. So you reach out to two hundred people, twenty percent, meaning forty of them attend a demo or attend the webinar. What percentage of these people roughly, Philip, will sign up for a free trial or a paid membership? Yes. So um, we have two plans, uh, which is the B2C and B2B. Yeah. So of course, for me, it's important to split these metrics right now. Totally. So B2C, we have a 70% uh, conversion. Wow. To B2C. Okay. Also because we don't really have uh, uh, competitors, right? Yes, in our, yes, yeah. Uh, in our industry when it's about yep. B2C. Okay. When it's, when it's about B2B, the, the conversation is slightly different, right? Yes. So here, of course, uh, the, <laughs> like the metrics go lower yeah, and we are expected. about uh, 35%. Wow, that, that is still incredibly high. 35% of the businesses that attend your webinar are becoming some kind of like trying out your product like a paying customer. That is, it's a very strong machine that you built, demand gen growth machine. Well, yes, done. and it's uh, and I think it's really about. Uh, I mean, and all these people who are really warm, yeah, are, are the result of multiple employees, yeah, posting content on LinkedIn, developing yeah. an employee advocacy program yeah. Um, yeah. internally. Uh, having user-generated content yeah. from other users. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it's, it's a really a series of factors that drive so much uh, inbound and uh, sales qualified opportunities. 100%. Let me ask you this question because you guys are in the business of you know, analytics. Have you seen a correlation, Filippo, with uh, at an organization level, the organic reach their content is having versus sales numbers? Meaning the more organic reach you're seeing from your organization, your demos or, or, or pipeline or revenue is going up. Do you see that a correlation? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Like uh, the more uh, reach, the more uh, uh, brand awareness we generate with our content, yeah. uh, the more inbound we get. I mean, mm. it might sound obvious, uh, but it's actually not for so many people. And yeah. I mean, we never, um, we never used any ads. Wow, so the, no paid media. No, no, no paid media at all. And, and if you ask me how to uh, to do paid ads, I'm not the right person to ask. Yeah, like yeah, no, I, I only did Google ads two years ago when I was doing another job. Yeah. So from our side, we are really trying to push uh, as much as we can organically. Yeah. And uh, dry and uh, you know and listen to our what our yeah yeah doing. yeah. I love it. This is this is amazing. With this kind of metrics, you don't need, need ads. So so kudos to you for doing this. Final question. What does your tech growth stack look like, Filippo? 
what are the different tools that you guys are using? You mentioned PipeDrive as your CRM. What are other tools that you guys are currently using? Yeah, so I can, I can of course, share the tools that I use myself that are yeah. PipeDrive as a CRM. I use, yeah. of course, LinkedIn Sales Navigator. Yes. Um, I also started checking uh, Lead Feeder. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, lately, the thing yeah. about lead feeder is that uh, as we are both B two C and B two B, sometimes lead feeder could be confusing, right? Because yes. So I try to to look at it uh, from time to time. Okay. So this is what I use from my side. Okay. Um. So I don't use the many tools, right? What um, are you using to get email addresses and stuff like the phone numbers of people? Ah, uh, in this I use uh, Clearbit and Hunter. Nice, nice. That's awesome. That, cool. That's what I use. Okay. Um, and then, of course, at a company level, we use uh, Profitwell uh, to keep oh. track of uh, a churn, yeah. uh, customer acquisition cost, which is really low. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, we use um, what is, uh, Intercom. For us, Intercom, in, for intercom sure. is, our, uh, is our favorite uh, product. Yeah, yeah. No, this is, this is, this is great. I guess... That's all the questions I had. So at a high level, Filippo, you guys are doing uh, a lot of your demand gen from by listening to conversations of your, you know, I guess, ambassadors uh, or lovers of your product. You're listening to what kind of discussions they have, have having about Shield on, on LinkedIn. You find the people that are engaging with it, figure out the warm ones, nurture them, drive them to a product tour and then convert uh, at a, at an incredibly high percentage. This is this is phenomenal. I, I, again, thank you for for sharing this insight. This is I'm I'm pretty sure I found some values. I'm going to talk to my BDRs to, to figure use some of these tactics. I'm pretty sure people will find this out. Um, so, what's the best way to connect with you and, and learn more about Shield? Well, I, as as you can imagine, I'm spending a lot of time on LinkedIn. Yes. Uh, so of course, uh, you know, uh, we at Shield we are super approachable. Okay. Uh, so all of us uh, are active on LinkedIn. So of course uh, you can connect uh, uh, with me or with all the team on LinkedIn, uh, or uh, you know also uh, from our website on Intercom uh, as well. Um, okay. Uh, but as a whole, we're really uh, we're really responsive, right? And um, I I read a, a really nice post from a Colin Cadmus, who is a really mm -hmm. you know. Uh, yeah is expert who said that, you know, when you are a bootstrapping company, you really need to focus on uh, customer support yeah, um, and being a really responsive, right? Yeah. So that's what we are trying to do, being really responsive, add an extra, uh, you know, level of, uh, of swag yeah. uh, when we can uh, yeah. and, you know, create content. Awesome. So that's, that's great. Filippo, thanks a lot for showing us the data. Thank you so much, man.